0: Read the Bible every day so you will be full of faith. Welcome you to join Bible links to read the entire Bible in two years. I believe God will bless you, He will lift you up, and your life will never be the same.
1: Exodus chapter 25 The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the people of Israel, that they take for me a contribution from every man whose heart moves him, you shall receive a contribution from me and this is the contribution that you shall receive from them. Gold, silver, and bronze, blue and purple and scarlet yarns, and fine twined linen, goat's hair, tan ram skins, goat skins, acacia wood, oil for the lamps, spices for the anointing oil, and for the fragrance, incense, onyx stones, and stones for setting, for the ephod and for the breastpiece, and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell in their midst, exactly as I show you concerning the pattern of the tabernacle, and of all its furniture, so you shall make it. They shall make an ark of acacia wood. Two cubits and a half shall be its length, a cubit and a half its breadth, and a cubit and a half its height. You shall overlay it with pure gold, inside and outside, You shall overlay it, and you shall make it a molding of gold around it. You shall cast four rings of gold for it, and put them on its four feet. Two rings on the side of it, and two rings on the other side of it. You shall make poles of acacia wood, and overlay them with gold. And you shall put the poles into the rings on the sides of the ark to carry the ark by them. The poles shall remain in the rings of the ark. They shall not be taken from it and you shall put into the ark the testimony that I shall give you. You shall make a mercy seat of pure gold. Two cubits and a half shall be its length, and a cubit and a half its breadth. And you shall make two cherubim of gold. Of hammered work you shall make them. On the two ends of the mercy seat, make one cherub on the one end, and one cherub on the other end. Of one piece with the mercy seat shall you make the cherubim, on its two ends the cherubim shall spread out its wings above overshadowing the mercy seat with their wings their faces one to another toward the mercy seat shall the face of the cherubim be and shall put the mercy seat on the top of the ark and in the ark you shall put the testimony that i shall give you there i will meet with you and from above the mercy seat from between the two cherubim that are on the ark and testimony i will speak with you now all that I will give you the commandment for the people of Israel. You shall make a table of acacia wood. Two cubits shall be its length, a cubit its breadth, and a cubit and a half its height. You shall overlay it with pure gold, and make a molding of gold round it. And you shall make a rim around it, a handbreadth wide, and a molding of gold around the room. You shall make for it four rings of gold, and fasten the rings to the four corners at its four legs. Close to the frame the ring shall lie, as holders for the poles to carry the table. You shall make the poles of acacia wood, and overlay them with gold, and the table shall be carried with these. And you shall make its plates and its dishes for incense, and its flagons and bowls with which to pour drink offerings. You shall make them of pure gold, and you shall set the bread of the presence on the table before me regularly. You shall make a lampstand of pure gold, The lampstand shall be made of hammered work, its base, its stem, its cup, its calyxes, and its flower shall be of one piece with it. And there shall be six branches going out of its sides, three branches of the lampstand out of one side of it, and three branches of the lampstand out of the other side of it, three cups made like almond blossoms, each with calyx and flower on one branch, and three cups made like almond blossoms, each with calyx and flower on the other branch, so for the six branches going out of the lampstand. And on the lampstand itself there shall be four cups made like almond blossoms with their calyxes and flowers, and a calyx of one piece with it under each pair of the six branches, going out from the lampstand. Their calyxes and their branches shall be of one piece with it, the whole of it a single piece of him work of pure gold. You shall make seven lamps for it, and the lamp shall be set up so as to give light on the space in front of it. Its tongs and their tray shall be of pure gold. It shall be made with all these utensils, out of a talent of pure gold. And see that you make them after the pattern for them, which is being shown you on the mount. Exodus, chapter 26. Moreover, you shall make the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine twined linen, and blue, and purple, and scarlet yarns. You shall make them the cherubim skillfully worked into them, the length of each curtain shall be twenty-eight cubits, and the breadth of each curtain, four cubits. All the curtains shall be the same size. Five curtains shall be coupled to one another, and the other five curtains shall be coupled to one another. Then you shall make loops of blue on the edge of the outermost curtain in the first set. Likewise, you shall make loops on the edge of the outermost curtain in the second set. Fifty loops you shall make of on the one curtain. And fifty loops you shall make on the edge of the curtain that is in the second set. The loops shall be opposite one another. Then you shall make fifty clasps of gold. and couple the curtains, one to the other with the clasp so that the tabernacle may be a single hole. You shall also make curtains of goat's hair or a tent over the tabernacle. Eleven curtains shall you make. The length of each curtain shall be thirty cubits, and the breadth of each curtain, four cubits. The eleven curtains shall be the same size. You shall couple five curtains by themselves and six curtains by themselves, and the sixth curtain you shall double over at the front of the tents. You shall make fifty loops on the edge of the curtain that is outermost in one set, and fifty loops on the edge of the curtain that is outermost in the second set. You shall make fifty clasps of bronze, and put the clasps into the loops, and couple the tent together, that it may be a single hole, and the part that remains of the curtains of the tent, the half curtain that remains, shall hang over the back of the tabernacle, and the extra that remains in the length of the curtains, The cubit on the one side, and the cubit on the other side, shall hang over the sides of the tabernacle, on this side and that side, to cover it, and you shall make for the tent a covering of tanned ram skins, a covering of goat skins on top. You shall make upright frames for the tabernacle of acacia wood. Ten cubits shall be the length of a frame, and a cubit and a half the breadth of each frame. There shall be two tenons in each frame for fitting together. You shall do for all the frames of the tabernacle. You shall make the frames for the tabernacle twenty frames for the south side and forty bases of silver you shall make under the twenty frames. Two bases under one frame for its two tenons and two bases under the next frame for its two tenons. And for the second side of the tabernacle On the north side, twenty frames, and their forty bases of silver, two bases under one frame, and two bases under the next frame. For the rear of the tabernacle westward, you shall make six frames, and you shall make two frames from one corner of the tabernacle in the rear. They shall be separated beneath, but joined at the top, at the first ring. Thus shall it be with both of them. They shall form the two corners, and there shall be eight frames with their bases of silver. Sixteen bases, two bases under one frame, and two bases under another frame. You shall make bars of acacia wood, five for the frames of the one side of the tabernacle, five bars for the frames of the other side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the frames of the other side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the frames of the side of the tabernacle at the rear westward. The middle bar halfway up the frame shall run from end to end. You shall overlay the frames with gold, and shall make the rings of gold for folders for the bars, and you shall overlay the bars with gold. Then you shall erect the tabernacle according to the plan for it that you were shown on the mountain. And you shall make a veil of blue and purple with scarlet yarns, and fine white linen. It shall be made with cherubim, skillfully worked into it, and you shall hang on it four pillars of acacia overlaid with gold. With hooks of gold on full bases of silver, and you shall hang the veil from the clasps, and bring the ark of the testimony in there within the veil, and the veil shall separate for you the holy place from the most holy. You shall put the mercy seat on the Ark of the Testimony in the Most Holy Place, and you shall set the table outside the veil, and the lampstand on the south side of the tabernacle opposite the table. And you shall put the table on the north side. You shall make a screen for the entrance of the tent of blue and purple and scarlet yards and fine twine linen, embroidered with needlework. And you shall make the screen five pillars of acacia and overlay them with gold. Their hooks shall be of gold, and you shall cast five bases of bronze for them.
0: The following is the English translation of Pastor Moulin Wu's teaching and the book of Exodus, chapters 25 and 26, translated by David. Read the Bible every day so you'll be full of faith. Let's review chapters 25 and 26. From chapters 21 to 24, we talk about God's reveal His laws to men and how do people live in the presence of God. God also guides in His laws step by step so that people can come before Him and draw near to Him and to understand his heart. Moses, Aaron, Adab, and Abihu, and the seventies elders could eat and drink together in the presence of God and watch God's glorious deeds. But God's heart was not satisfied. Not only Moses stayed with him for 40 days, long longs to dwell among people. He longs to speak to us. He desired to be close to us. You can see in chapter 25, the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the people of Israel that they take for me a contribution. From every man to whose heart moves him, you shall receive the contributions for me. God wanted them to make a tabernacle. That means that he wants to dwell among them. He teaches us step by step how to transform from slaves to priests and how to transform us from slaves to an army and how to transform us from slaves to, his, to be his true sons and new brides. So dear family, This tabernacle is not just the building structures in the history that we are reading about. The tabernacle must be truly built inside of us. Chapter 24 and 25 are all about the construction of of the tabernacle. The materials used and all the things and utensils inside of it. He also talks about the priest's clothing and anointing oil in all great details. When you read these, you will really feel that it is so difficult to understand. We're not those who are like DUIs and like to do everything yourself, like making models by hand, or like those who, you know, like to put together puzzles. You probably really want to skip all this. Who cared about how many Cupid units here and that? It's so hard to get it. It is difficult for us to imagine an architectural picture through these words and instructions. In fact, that is all mentioned here is the project that God wants to do inside of us. This is a reconstruction within us because he wants to live in us and how to show us how to connect. And he wants to connect with our lives. So dear family, if you are a new believer in the Lord, like you were baptized not long ago, it is good for you to participate in some servings and do church gatherings you need to pray to God. Please start your work in me and build me. Do you still remember the sinner's prayers? I welcome Jesus into my heart to be my king. Do you know that this king is a builder and an architect? He has a great blueprint to build a tabernacle within us. In this tabernacle, he can speak, act, and work together with us and guide us on the life's journey. So you must know from chapter 25 to 31, how he will open up to me, step by step, and how he will help me, build me, and guide me. I am the new Jerusalem. Let the lamp and the new bride become one perfectly. This is God's purpose. He gave us a simple version using the shape of a tabernacle to let us know that there is a great project to be accomplished in me. Let's look at verse 2. The first thing that we need to learn is about offering. A person who wants to be built up by God must provide materials. This means that I am sincerely willing to contribute gold, silver, and bronze, blue and purple scarlet yarns, and fine twin linens, gold's hair, and even gemstones and oil for the ephod and for the breastplate, please. We will later share about what that is. First thing first, I must offer myself to God. Every time God asks for something from us, you must remember this: He will give us things first; He will provide with us all we need." These people did not just flee from Egypt, the Israelites; they are an army who brought the abundance of Egypt with them, and that is why they have gold, silver and bronze, ruby and all kinds of gemstones, even blue, purple and gold yarns, and even seal skins. And where all of that came from? These were the things that they asked for from the Egyptians before they left Egypt. For 400 years, the Egyptians had tortured them and robbed them. And God commanded them to pay them back. Before God asked for contribution, He has already provided us. Offer all you have to God. Your money, what you value, your marriage, your family, your children. Bring it all to God and please build a dwelling place in me with you. This tabernacle place for us is a place for us to talk. First thing first is to offer myself to you, God, without any reservations because all came from you. You have given me, so I must understand the truth of devotion. I gave the sovereignty back to you for all that you have given me. And second, let's look at verse 8. And let them make me a sanctuary, that I may dwell in their midst. Once you have offered, then God has the sovereignty to dwell in you. A person who doesn't understand offering and devotion to God thinks that he or she can just go to heaven by making the sinner's prayer. The sinner's prayer includes repentance and making offering. It also includes God's will to build a tabernacle inside of me. So He can live in me. And the key point is whether or not I have offered myself out to Him. God has sovereignty over my time, my money, thoughts, and emotions. And has rule over me. And He can use me, use my family, use my children, and use my position in the marketplaces. So don't forget about this one thing. Lord, come into my life. First, I must offer myself to you joyfully without reservations and offering it all to God. Let's look at verse 9. Exactly as I show you the concerns of the pattern of the tabernacle and all of its furnitures, so you shall make it. The second lesson you must learn is obedience. Once you offer and give the sovereignty to God, He will begin constructions in you. Now, give me years to hear and to teach me how to obey your instruction, God. Do you know what the Israelites were building in Egypt? They were building pyramids and storage houses. They were building something of a great structures in the Pharaoh wants to construct. Egypt is well-seasoned in its mathematics, science, and to make big things. But by contrast, all the things about the Tabernacle are small and tiny stuff. But this structure is pretty small if you compare You cannot put all the people, not a one tribe of the Israelites. At that time, they have about 2 million people and altogether at that time, about 600 men. So it will be super crowded if everyone tried to go into the tabernacle. It only fits the people like priests in that space. Why so small, you ask? If you remember in the previous chapters of God's instruction to build altars, how he wants something that is so great and grand on the outside. He wants to build within us an unshigable beautiful and glorious temple where He will dwell inside to rule. You need to understand this. Through obedience, your inner being is being expanded and enlarged. Only then can God have freedom and sovereignty within to use and to build us. No one will know about a person who does not obey and submit to God inside. Are you willing to obey the inspiration or prompting of the Holy Spirit within us and participate in the ministries and to minister this person. So stand up boldly to praise and pray and help others. Only you will know that no one else will know. Someone may be telling others to obey and come to the gathering, this and that. It is not that hard to obey something like it, such as if it's coming from your parents. What is difficult is that others do not know about. Only you, except between you and God, would know what the Holy Spirit is prompting you to do. What God does is very simple. Are you willing to respond? No matter how big or small it is, it shall go beyond your thinking, your logic, your experience and just obey God and do it. The Ark of the Covenant, the Bread of Presence Table, Golden lamb stands, and tabernacle Arrangements and place in the Wood, etc., you will probably feel like, this is, is this really necessary to make it so complicated? Does all the measurements really need to be this precise in these specific materials? At that time, Israel could have felt a creative competition and give a variety of good designs, but God did not want them to do that. He wanted them to build it all according to what He instructed. Do we think there are no smart people in Israel? They have years of construction experience. This construction that God wanted was completely different from the building structure they had in Egypt at that time. None of the clothes, gold, silver, browns, utensils, and none are made of the bricks. So do you see? God will not use anything that you used or what you have done in the past in the construction of the tabernacle. You must learn to obey. The third point is you must see the purpose of the construction of the ark. God is eager to build an ark to speak to us inside. You see, the entire ark can be seen from the outside to the inside. The main purpose is that He wants to speak to you. Let's look at verse 10. Talk about the measurements. They shall make an ark of acacia wood, two cubits in half, shot up in its length, overlaid with pure gold. And verses 13 to 15 says that Put the poles into the rings, in the size of the ark to carry the ark by them. And look at this picture. This is obviously not a construction that conforms to the efficiency used or artificial mechanics. The way it is constructed, it could easily flip, flipped while it's being carried by people. Verse 15, The poles shall remain in the rings of the ark. They shall not be taken out from it. What does that mean? That shows that the ark is meant to travel It represents the presence of God who is always with us anytime and anywhere that we go. And verse 16 says that you shall put into the ark the testimony I shall give you. In fact, the ark of covenant represents Jesus Christ. Within us, there's truth, commitment in God's word. The Bible is our foundation. How we live in inner life and how we live a life close to God are all stories within us. Inside of the ark, it is not about the outside of the ark that must be covered. God's word to us must go into the ark. The truth needs to be inside of us. So pray to God. Show me the truth and teach me the truth and speak to my heart. Don't just say that I already listened to the Bible race today, and but keep the word in your heart and let the truth of the Christ and the fine word of God be revealed in the deepest part of my heart. Let me check out this picture in verse 17. You shall make a mercy seat of pure gold. This mercy seat is not really a seat per se. It is actually a cover that lays on top of the ark. The demands of the justice and the revelation of the truth are within grace. So how do we fulfill the commitments? How do we live out God's law? And how do we follow the laws? We cannot do it with human strength. You need the mercy seat, which is the power of grace. We must be under the cover of grace so that we can live out righteousness, truth, laws, and rules of God. You can pray this today. Lord, please speak within me and teach me to be a devoted person. Teach me to be an obedient person. And teach me how to listen to your graceful guidance thoroughly. And don't condemn ourselves. Condemn sin and evil. God give the grace to overcome evil and sin. Through your word, I can overcome all these difficulties. Allow me to lift out your glory and be a blameless person before you. Verses 18 to 21 mentions of the cherubim's. They first appeared in the time of Adam and Eve when they were kicked out of Eden. God sent the cherubims to guard the way to the tree of life to avoid a sinful person who will carry his scent with him to eternity if he eats from the tree of life. So God had the cherubims to block the roads and it's actually a kind protection because he wouldn't want two sinners to get close to the tree of life It is useless for people to make amends for when they're still, while still in sin. So how do I want to change it? It's useless. Wanting to save yourself is impossible. So God used the cherubim to guard the way to the tree of life. In Exodus chapter 25, God revealed, the way to salvation is to go inside the Ark of the Covenant and hear God's voice. God placed the cherubim on top of the throne of the grace and they are no longer an obstacle. So the cherubim is a guide to listen to God's word. Come here. Here is the truth of salvation. Come into the presence of God and enter the tabernacle. This is God's intention. Dear family, you must pray to God. I really need your help. Guide me to your mercy seat and speak to my heart. The commitments in Exodus 20, 21, 22, and twenty-three, and some laws in twenty-four, and the Le- Leviticus will tell you even more laws. God has so much to say, isn't it? You must know that God's—you must know God's heart. The mercy seats in the Ark of the Covenants are not just a, just pieces of equipment. It's the place where we meet God. So the high priest sprinkled blood on it and also on the on the side that the purpose is that we can, so we can receive salvation and God's guidance for us in all matters, big and small. Not just to satisfy the commitment, the statutes and rules. He wants to have a closer relationship with us and He wants to talk with us. He wants to live among us. He wants us to be free from the bondage of sin. He wants to tell us what is the meaning of these commitments that He wants to give us rules and let us know how to get along with one another and how to draw close to Him and worship His law. God has so much to share with us, so the Ark of Covenant should be your desire today. Please build an ark inside of me. In my ark, has your ten commitment in the truth. Guide me. There is a mercy seat on top of my ark. And when I draw near to you and speak to you, If you do not have a tabernacle with the ark inside of you, you will not be able to hear God's response during urgent times. Learn to make offer to God and obey Him. God is saying, I want to save you and to help you from sin and death. I have so much to bring to you, your callings, your destiny. This is just like in Psalms, that His thoughts about us is more than the sand on the beach and more than the stars in the sky. He can pray to God. I want the Ark of Covenant, and the truth within me. Let the cherubins to guide me to hear Your voice. Angels help me to understand God and meet Him there. This is Your prayer today. In verse twenty-three, talks about the bread table. In the Bible, whenever you see a acacia wood embroidered with gold, it means God desire to be one with us. Ark is where men and God meet. It is about the lives getting connected. So also pray that God, give me the desire to want your word from the inside. Let me be hungry for it, hungry for your presence. I don't want, don't be a Christian who is not hungry and thirsty for God. Desire is the easiest things to lose. You want to continue to pray for that desire for the Lord. And give me words to love you more God. I need your presence. I need to hear your voice. I need the bread of life, the bread of presence. I need more. I need more to eat, to drink more of you, Lord, Jesus Christ in my life. I crave for your living water, that your presence and your teachings, we really need it, that you ask for it from God. The goal will overlay the acacia wood and God will continue to provide the bread. Verse 29, And you shall make it its plates and dishes, for incense and for its flagons and bowls in which to pour drinks offerings, you shall make them of pure gold. There's no acacia wood included here, you notice. Whenever there is acacia wood overlaid with gold, it is the co-working of God and men, the unity of God and men. But anything that's made up purely of gold, then that's God's sole responsibility. That's God Himself will minister to us. You see, plates, dishes, blankets, and bowls, and all these things are used to feed and to drink, and all made of pure gold only. So God will feed us Himself. You can say to God, Lord, you are feeding me bread today, that you provide me with the drinks of wine of of the offering. So my mouth will be wide open, my heart will be wide open to receive from you. I want it to be fulfilled. Is satisfied by you Your hunger God Will satisfy you Blessed are those Who are poor in the spirit And the blessed Of those who are hungry God will provide us The plate is his The spoon is his The flagon is his The bowls are his All you need to do Is open your heart to him And let him feed you With the bread of presents Dear family Have you eaten the bread today? Have you drank The offering wine today? This means that have you been provided with God's word today. That you really need to practice waiting up on the Lord in your inner life. You really need to practice praising God in your inner life. When you open your mouth to praise, God will pour in his wine and bread spoonful by spoonful. God will feed you in the spirit. Sometimes you may not feel anything. But waiting up on God is not about seeking some kind of feeling. It's about giving God room to feed us. Let like God's light, God's word, and provision of bread to go inside of me. You may not feel anything, but your spirit will be satisfied. It's not about pleasing your soul or feeling. God's spirit is at work in you. Let's look at verse 31. 31. You shall make a lampstand of pure gold. The lampstand shall be made of hammered work. Its spades, is stem, its cups, its calyxes, and its flowers shall be made of one piece with it. We will open a Exodus Bible study class. We will explain in greater details of the things in the tabernacle, including each thing's purpose, including their shape, and where the things are positioned, and the route of the priest walked, and the order of how the priest put on each pieces of clothing and garments, such as the breastplate, the f-pod, rope, the brocade tonic, the gemstones, and the names on it cuffed on it. All have God's purpose and meaning in these details. We will explain all this in the class. Today, I want to tell you that anything, pure gold, are revealed by God. You need to know that what is coming from God and what is, what is He's speaking to us. You may say this, oh, I've listened to servants. I listen to inner life teaching messages. I also read the Bible. Maybe I should just listen to God directly. There's no need for these all, all these other things. No, God will speak to us from other people. He will speak to us from scriptures. He will speak to us as you're listening to the servants and inner life messages. He may use your authority to speak to, to you. If you don't pay enough attention, one day God may even use your pet to speak to you. A donkey smoked to Balam in the Bible. God may even speak to you through commercials or your boss or even speak to you from your enemy or other non-believers. Even Satan speaks to you. If you can discern whether these things are my own thoughts or God's highlighting or reminding or guiding you. So these golden lampstand it's God's highlights to us so you shall pray to God let the priest light up the lampstand this is the only source of light in it pray to God please build a golden lampstand in me I want your light to remind me highlight to me and no other lights but yours alone in me so Lord I want us to be able to understand when you use others to speak to my heart such as my pastor, co-workers, spouse, or even my boss, my children. Open my ears to hear and understand. I need your guidance, your revelation, your highlights, your reminders in your discipline. In verses 38-39, A tux in their trays shall be of pure gold. You shall be made with all these utensils out of a talent of pure gold." A talent of pure gold is quite heavy. It's about 34 kilo, kilograms. So how do you carry a line stand this heavy? You have to bear the weight and submit to God. His revelation will come. In verse 40, it says that, "...and it sees that you make the after the pattern for them, which is being shown to you on the mountain. So, a reminder from God to follow His instructions and not with our own designs. Now, the human aesthetics and human experiences, experiences can never replace God's kindness. The Ark of the Covenant is where God speaks. Bread of presence table is God's provision of His daily word. The lampstand is God's highlights and revelations. So, the other things that they have, Arcadia woods, and they have, there's two pieces. Inside of it, there's two pieces that are made of Arcadia wood, and one is pure gold. Among those things that I described. If you don't understand what any of these means, just pray to God to build and guide you step by step. God's constructions is not a casual thing. He has a plan. He has a strategy. And He has schedule for everything. You just need to offer yourself and obey Him, and He will build it in you. Your life will no longer be dark once the bread or the presence of tables is built inside of you. Your life will be satisfied, and the Word will be in you, and you will have power. As the golden limestone is being hammering to shape, God's revelations will be more and more clear to you. So... Uh, White used almond blossom-shaped cup on the lampstand in verse 34. He symbolizes that in Hebrew language that my eyes are looking after. So without God's eyes looking after the golden lampstand, it would not be the same. It will probably be just some small candle stands that can be hammered out. So you must let God's highlight, revelations and guidance and carefully examine the areas of your life where you suffered, where you you were challenged, pressured, afflicted. All may be the mediums through which God speaks to us. So don't complain and don't criticize. Instead, praise often and weigh up on the Lord. You will hear God's voice more clear and more clear. The bread is provided to us. It will be more and more abundant. The brilliance of the golden lampstand will be more and more apparent. Chapter 26 is talking about the tabernacles. It is made of ten curtains here and ten curtains there, and five curtains shall be coupled to one another. You may wonder, what is God going with here? If you have gone camping and backpacking experience, that you will know why would you want to lay four layers of curtains or coverings would it be easier to just have one large piece of curtain to cover it in one piece and make it easier to travel? Why making it so complicated? God wants us to know that we must be connected to others in the body of Christ. So the ones that happen constructed by God could be connected. All the blues, the cloths, that they used to connect to the curtains. You must live within the body of Christ. Christian cannot be lone stars. There are so many programs online now these days. You you think, I can watch Bible race. All is good. And I can attend church Sunday service online as well. But you're not under any church. But going after the best preachers out there online. But you can't just stay there. This tabernacle God is building you must requires you to connect with other brothers and sisters. Don't use the, your flesh and your temper and your old self and saying that, oh, this is who I am. Just accept me and I, and I will connect with you. No, there is only one purpose through the process that we're being broken, being pruned, and crucified our old self. And this is to be Christ like. We all have only one direction, which is to live in the presence of God. That is why it in Ephesians has the same message. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. You will continue to be transformed so you can be connected to the body of Christ. If you want to keep staying your your own ways, then how could you connect with other brothers and sisters? If you only have one piece of curtain in your ark and you cannot fit and connect it with the Christ body into one, the tabernacle has four layers of coverings. Unlike the tents that we use in modern days, which only has one layer or two the most to keep warm and keep the rains out. Look at verse seven. You shall also make curtains of goat's hair for a tent over a tabernacle. Eleven curtains shall you make. And let's look at verses 12 to 13. And the parts of the remains of the curtains of the tent and the half curtains that remains shall hang over the back of the tabernacle and the an extra remains in the length of the curtains, and the cubit on the one side, and another cubit on the other side, and could hang over the size of the tabernacle, and on this side and that side to cover it. So, if you count it, there's actually four layers of covering on this tabernacle, and carried by a as they travel through the wilderness. You may think that these layers of gold here, tamed rams, and skin coverings are not necessary. You'll realize that in your own lives, God will put many layers of covering over us, like in the mountains. Don't just say, God is my covering, and I'm under cover by God. It is dangerous to think that way. What is living under cover? God give authority to imperfect people. But because I am obedient, I will choose to live under the cover of church, under the cover of leaders, under the cover of my parents. Under the cover of the government. God wants to teach my spirit to live under these covers. The seal skins is black and rough. The 10 ram skins and possibly black goat hair are not so pretty to look at, right? they in red and black and in another black layer. You know, they all cover up the, all these beautiful curtains underneath. Sometimes we will try to pick the leaders that we like, and only the leaders that we admire can be my cover. That, for example, my cell group leaders and my pastor, you know, they may not even be as passionate as I am about Jesus, right? He probably didn't even have as much experience as I am, you know? He or she is only ordained one or two years. But I've been a Christian for like, what, 30, 40 years already? You're not living undercover if you maintain this kind of attitude. Oh, I don't like my cover. So I want to change my cell group. I want to change my pastor. I want to change my church to something. Like, I prefer to listen to this preachers on YouTube and not like our own church pastors. So you're not living undercover if you're this way. What Jesus manifested is without any makeups or cosmetics. That is why the Pharisees who served for so many years still could not tell that Jesus is the Messiah. They see that he has the power and have the gift. by looking at you, It just doesn't look like you are the Messiah. So dear family, sometimes we really treat people based on their appearance. Just like the tabernacle is covered with all these ugly layers from the outside, they are not so attractive to look at. But if you have seen the Egyptian architecture and Egyptian astronomy, even in the modern world, it still regularly regard highly as wonders of the world. Look at the pyramids, the statues of Sphinx, Sphinx, these structures, appearances, all look spectacular and amazing to people. Looking at the tabernacle, there's nothing much to be looked at. God wanted us to be undercover to the point that no one were a mirror, Liar it. If you want to remove all these coverings on top and show your gift and beauty, then your Ark of Covenant has not been built yet. And you will not be able to connect with others in Christ. And at the end... You'll be a believer who lives in the YouTube world. That you're basically just living your own ideals and, and preaching messages. It would be very pitiful if you didn't learn it. Now, all the way until verse 29, overlays the, the frames that you shall re erect it according to the plan. You shall make their rings of gold holders for the bars. So very confusing. Six frames westward, 20 frames south side. We may not care, but God care about it. You may not think much of this brother here or this cell group leader there, but God cares. Your frame also needs to be built up and connected with other frames, that there are rings and bars underneath. You need to pray today. Lord, you have put me in this church and do, do I live in authority? Do I love my cell group members and other brothers and sisters? Or maybe his ways of doing things may seem strange to me in the ways that he talks may offend me. Since we're not the same, we'll just stay separately. And I will just nod my head to greet you but no further interaction with you. Are you like that in your Christian living? That means you have not entered God's constructions in the Ark of the Covenant. Pray to the Lord. Please construct me so I can connect with your body. So I can stand for your truth, and others can see you are doing construction in me. And others may see the inside of me is made in your image, in your likeness. And the Ark of Covenant inside of me is not made according to what I want. That you are the one who's building the Ark inside of me. In verse 31, he's talking about the veiled of blue and purple and what separates the Holy of Holies from the rest of the area. It shows us about what what is holy and what is the fear of the Lord. When Christ dies, the veil was torn from top to bottom. So today, there is no more veil that stands in the way to the Holy of Holies. As you read from verses 31 to 37 here, you shall say your prayer to the Lord. Today, this veil has been torn. The turban on top of it is no longer blocking the way. He's leading me closer to God and His Word. And you have to be thankful for Christ's death and the cross of salvation. Be thankful that I can be close to God. If you're not grateful, you will not cherish that we can come before God today. If we're not thankful, our worship would be mediocre and our servings will lack sincerity. Even our thoughts and emotions will wander off. And all the negative thoughts, curses, criticism, And your flashy desires and your old self will continue to show up. So without grateful prayers, we'll live a life like that. So please repent about the words that you release and your eyes focus on. Perhaps that you're spending too much time on the internet. Maybe your spending is out of control. On all these entertainments, food and drinks. All these things make you forget the veil between you and God has been torn. And I am free to go to God and He can dwell in me freely. Perhaps you still live your life as if the veil is still there. Maybe you have not entered the holy place. I'm just making some offerings and washing my hands outside. Thank you, God, praise you. But you did not know that you can enter the holy place and see God's face to face. If you don't have a real experience and realize that this, or the realization that this veil is torn. Then you are living in a scornful lifestyle, not honoring and not obeying God. So don't think that chapter twenty-five and twenty-six are so tedious. Spend some time before God to pray, to seek Him. Oh God, build a tabernacle in me, build Your Ark of Covenant, in, and set up the bread of presence table in it, and lay out the golden lampstand, and carve out the frames. So I can connect with the body of Christ. So let me live under your covers. Every layer of your covering may simplify your careful protection of me. So I can hide under your wings. Keep me in your presence. Keep me in your inner chambers. So I may converse with you in the Ark of Covenant always. Amen.